Luke is in the building. How you doing, Luke? Um, not too bad, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, man, all good. You have got to be the number one Perito customer in 2022-23. The dog's with us today as well. Hopefully he uh, stays on the floor. Quiet. Good, good boy, good boy. Um, so, your vegan journey, Luke, talk to me. Where did it start? How did it start? Um, it started a few years back. Um, my, my background is in sport and, and physical activity. So most of my education has been based around what everyone else's education has been. Like, you got to have meat from protein, uh, protein from meat and, and eggs and, and dairy and stuff like that. Um, it wasn't until I kind of met uh, this vegan athlete as such that kind of questioned my beliefs around it. Um, my journey in itself, it was kind of, turnaround was like Friday one week, I was... So I'm going to try plant-based. I'm going to try. I'm going to see. I'm going to see what the fad's about. Um, I'm not going to class myself as a vegan because why would you want to do that? Because um, of the stigma behind it and everything. And I made the switch overnight. Um, it wasn't until I let myself open up to it a little bit more that I did my research into the documentaries of stuff that that what what happens in in the meat and dairy industry that kind of was a switch for me that was like no I, I need to do it for more than just a testing reason I need to I need to do it and I need to be somewhat of an advocate and try and re re-establish this education behind essentially what what the meat industry's pushed for so long that we don't necessarily need it for for um performance and and good health when when was that has it been a while or is it recent more recent or um it's just after covid just after covid like um, the university because because i'm at university at the moment studying sport development um that has a lot of society and sociology um studies in there as well so i've, I've had access to everything around how society is built that's had me questioning a little bit more the green agenda we've done thorough research into that um and i think that's kind of helped with that situation like coming into the final year I've, I've looked at the environment I've looked at masculinity I've looked at how both of those are intertwined with society and how they're intertwined with sports and I, I think that's that's it's, it's quite interesting how how society is based off off these two things really yeah 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 so environmentally I haven't really looked into it much um obviously I know that it's not good what what have you found since you've been studying? What 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 kind of things have you uh, come across um, in terms of how it affects the environment and what what's going on at the mini? I, I think the the major thing for me um, and and the research behind it is the how inefficient um, animal agriculture is. We could literally free up up to seventy to eighty percent of land from cutting out. These, these industries purely from grazing land, 80% or something similar to that um, of crops go to these farmed animals. Uh, if, you, if you start freeing up that land, we, we, we can generally allow wildlife and nature to, to inhibit it again. Um, I'm not saying that will be a, a, a thing that we necessarily do as we... we but it's, it's, it's a future that I would be interested in 
being part of. It's not. It's not even just the the amount of land. It's all the all the feces and and waste from these animal products. They go into the waterways. Nitrogen goes into the ocean. These great massive ocean dead zones, killing loads of species of of fish close to the shores and stuff like that. Um, and it, you need this biodiversity to maintain well a, 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 an environment that is that's structural um, for our survival at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's um, there's that thing about the the fish, isn't that something about the fish? When the fish die, the birds die. When yeah. the birds die. Was that, was, that on, was it Sea Spiracy? I watched that on. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's because it, everything's intertwined. If you cut out a species, it's going to have a knock on effect to the other species that, that are, are kind of formed based around that. It's like lions, for example, if you cut out the antelope, they'll go extinct. But if, if I think we've taken ourselves that far away from nature that we breed animals into existence we control how much is is going on most of the the land percentage for for mammal biodiversity is from animal agriculture it's, it's minimal now across the world i think it's four percent four percent is wildlife um mammal wise anyway so yeah i think david attenborough um put that video up and it was something like 96 percent domesticated livestock and a couple of percent uh, everything else which is it's quite sick really well yeah like it's it's breaking boundaries docu documentary kind of breaks everything down on our impact on on the environment i think the biggest thing that that impacted my view on it is humanity's only really progressed to the stage that it is over the last ten thousand years um, and that's because the climate stayed between minus two and two degrees so we've been able to predict the climate we've been able to grow crops and, and farm and stuff like that purely because we've got an understanding of it. Um, the problem with climate change isn't necessarily the fact that um, it's, it's getting warmer and it's not going to stop that, but it's, it's the fact that we won't have that understanding and we won't have control. There's been conflicting arguments. Um, some scientists have said that we, we necessarily haven't actually got to the climate that we could possibly five off the best but that that shouldn't the last 10,000 years have shown that we we are very like evolved and adapted to the climate that we've got now yeah you have these freak weathers and stuff like that and and they will just wipe out crops you just wipe out the food source and and that's it like, yeah. our population will go down what would you say to the people who because obviously i'm not too clued up on the environmental side with me it was more the ethical side and the health side but um People who say, like, it's just a scam and there's nothing wrong with the climate and it's all to push bugs on us and insects. What, what's, what, what's your reply to that? If, if you look at it from an efficiency point of view, it's, it's very inefficient to be, to be adding a middleman from the, the nutrients that we get from plants to, to, to how we... we well, we, we, we um, essentially, you're adding a middleman and that energy gets wasted through that, that growth from start to finish, from, from when it's born to when you, it's served up on a plate because it, it has to grow, it's expelling heat, it's, it's doing this, that and that. Bugs, yeah, they're more efficient, but they're still pro pro providing all that waste that's not necessary. Um, 
what it what it's doing is just adding a better alternative. It's not it's not sorting out the problem in hand. It's adding an alternative. Uh, you could argue that yeah, um, there could be pushing an agenda, but I don't understand what other other than trying to sell us green products. Most of it's cutting down on our overuse of stuff anyway. Mm. It's not necessarily buying new stuff. It's reusing old stuff, which is going against the system, essentially. Yeah, so I, I don't, don't really see what the what the what would be gained from stopping the, the stopping the the, the, the scale of, of what goes on in the, in the meat industry to to swapping it out for 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 plant. But I don't know, I don't get what they would. That that is, that is a, a serious job. You know what I mean? It's a serious <laughs> amount of work just to get someone to eat plants and bugs. Uh, I don't really get where that's came from, to be honest. Um, but if it means less animals get killed and raped and tortured, then happy days. I'm all for the agenda. The, the, the whole the whole vegan movement. It's not ve- veganism. Isn't trying to sell you anything. It's to try and stop you from being so destructive. Like, yeah. it's trying to, trying to engage you on pulling back a little bit, having a look at the decisions you're making, and going. If if I want kids, do I want to keep engaging on a potentially destructive lifestyle that could impact their future? Like, chances are, it's not us that are going to see the main effects from it. It's the future generation. And it's such, such a, a simple choice. It's such an easy thing to do. It's not like it's not like you've got to wake up and run a marathon. You've got to wake up and the three times that you eat, just make a slight little change. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's mad when you think that it can just be solved if you just stop being greedy. Uh, yeah. Like the, the, the animal agriculture industry in itself, if we cut that out... It's 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 more it's worth more in like um, CO two equivalents than the tra- transport industry. So everyone driving, all the planes that everyone takes, all the cruises and stuff that people go on. It's animal agriculture has more of a detrimental impact on the environment than all of that combined. Yeah, it yeah. blows your mind. <laughs> Such a simple switch. Ourworldindata.org. It says here, if everyone shifted to a plant-based diet, we would reduce global land use for agriculture by 75%. This large reduction of agricultural land use would be possible thanks to a reduction in land used for grazing and a smaller need for land to grow crops. Well, that just tells me that 75% of land is used... For, that's another way of saying it, isn't it? Is yeah. 75% of agricultural land is used to feed animals. Yeah. And land use is measured in metres squared, required to produce 1,000 kilocalories of given food product. So he says they have beef, 119 metres squared, lamb and mutton, cheese, beef, dairy herd, whatever that means, milk, pig meat. I'm glad they called it pig meat and not bacon. Uh, poultry, fish, eggs. And then right down the bottom you've got... So we've gone from 119 metres squared... Down to the bottom, maize, rice, vegetables, potatoes. You're looking at 0.65 meters squared. So, yeah, it's a serious amount of land. 
it's just it's just crazy how it's one one of the biggest reasons why the Amazon's rainforest is getting burnt down is to make more room for cattle. Um, but they're still growing it. Pardon? They're, st- they're still they're still growing the land. Like I thought it would have slowed down by now. No, they're just cutting it down, growing soy, or the the expanding the land in the Amazon to kind of just just so there's more more beef production in for America. Because as soon as the land's detrimental, the the reap it for as much as they can, it'll just burn more because it's rich. It's rich in nutrients. It's had this um, a rainforest that's been on there for thousands of years, and it's just yeah. All that is absorbed in the soil. There's that soy argument, isn't there? When people say, "Oh, you eat soy, you, you're you're causing the uh, deforestation." <laughs> so, what's what's that stat? Is it eighty-eight percent of the world's soy, or is it more? It's, it is is used to feed animals. From from the Amazon specifically, it's because it's really cheap soy. That's that's the that's the soy that's used to feed the animal agriculture, yeah. like the the pigs, the cows. Um, stuff like that. If you if you look at the packaging on on tofu on on soy milk and stuff like that, it's actually it's it's mainly grown in Europe or Canada. It's not it's not even it's not even grown in the Amazon. Yeah, this is crazy. I'm sure it's something like eighty eight percent of the world soy yeah. that is is fed to animals, and then you get called a soy boy. Um, uh, talk to me about the soy boy comment while we're at it. <laughs> it's it's just the um, meat and dairy industry's way of kind of trying to justify you not to eat soy. Um, their argument that like, was very quickly debunked, which isn't widely known. It's debunked. Is uh, I think it's phytoestrogen. So mm. it's each estrogen in plants that have no impact on human. In fact, it's, human it's hormones, the opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, human hormones are not affected by it at yeah. all. If anything, it, it binds to the estrogen receptors in your body um, to prevent it from getting any worse, like yeah. from you absorbing more estrogen. It, it has the opposite effect. Someone said to me, um, they're trying to make everyone eat soy to uh, feminise men. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think I, I heard an in, infertility comment as well. So it must be why the Chinese have got 1.3 billion. Uh, really, it really stops people from uh, you know what. Um, back onto yourself, man. So you say it's been what three, four years, two, three years? About, about two and a half, three years. Have you noticed any positive changes in yourself, um, physically, mentally, energy? Starting off, like because plant-based foods are less calorie dense, you, you can eat more. You feel yeah. fuller. Like, um, I'm not going to say I lost weight. I, I did it originally because I was eating the same amount, so I wasn't getting the calories in. But again, that's a simple fix. You just up your food. And I've, I've never experienced anyone saying that's a problem. No. Um, but my recovery time dropped right down. Um, I teach 12 classes, fitness classes a week, and they're not easy classes, they're high-energy classes. Yeah. And I've got enough energy to sustain that. Like, it's 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 bogus. <laughs> like yeah. when when they say you need to need to have that for for recovery. Like, the majority of the Western community eat two three times more protein than what they actually need. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think that that protein thing is um 
the diff people look at it from a bodybuilder's view for some reason, even though most people are not bodybuilders and they say, I need this much protein. You, I think it's something like 50 gram a day to, to just to function. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting about 160 to, to 180, roughly, one, say 150 to 180. And that's obviously to, tr to try and build muscle. If I wasn't trying to build muscle, I don't need 160 gram a day, do I? It's, it's, that, that's, where, that's where the problem is. I think people think that you need way more than you do, and that would make sense for eat about three times more. Uh, you're eating 150 when you only need about 50. Um, Energy-wise, because I can't say, I can't lie and say that I feel better, really, because I've always been active kind of thing. Can you, can you see, like, a, a notable difference between before and after? Or it, Yeah, so for, for me, it's, it's the recovery time, because... I, uh, some nights I've got three classes back to back um, boom 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 Monday for me I've got four classes all whole high intensity um, the recovery is more important for me than I guess the energy but again like I'm eating plants I've got enough energy to, to do that I'm fitter than the majority of the population so when people say they need to eat meat it's it's very it blows my mind it just it absolutely mm. blows my mind yeah like the, the protein argument as well is like one of the most common things that I get asked um, when people join the gym is, oh yeah, do I need to start taking protein shakes now? And it's like, no, <laughs> no. Um, it's so easy to monitor it nowadays. If, if you've got apps on your phone that can easily register it, like MyFitnessPal, used it for the first couple of weeks when I went, when I turned vegan to kind of make sure that I was eating everything right. And then, once you've got a basic understanding, it's quite simple then to, to follow it forward. It's just taking yeah. those few weeks to just adjust yourself. And you, you, do, you do have to eat more as well. It, it's true. I mentioned this the other day on um, a podcast with Hannah, the PT, and you can easily eat a 1,000 less, st like stay the same kind of eating pattern, but eat a 1,000 less, and people wonder why they get tired and dizzy and angry, or hangry, should I say. Yeah. It's, but again, you can overeat as well. So you, just by monitoring what you have and knowing what your maintenance is, and upping it a little bit, you know, when you need to, the the energy that you get is is mad. Like I mentioned, I was on two point eight, and now I'm on three point one, and just by upping it three hundred, I've got mad energy levels. Whereas someone else can go, ah, oh, that's because that's because I've gone plant based. It's not it's not because you've got well, it is because you've gone plant based, but that's not the the reason why you're, you're tired is because you just haven't upped your calories. Um, you, you, I'm sure you could go from a fatty steak to a lean cut of steak and feel more tired, but you just need to eat more, more of the lean steak. Uh, so we, to, to, to pin it on, on the vegan thing, is, is, I think it's just people not having the knowledge on any energy balance. Well, yeah, like I, I, I'd say... 70-80% of my diet is carbohydrates and you've got fads coming in like keto which is like I oh, know you shouldn't be eating carbohydrates because it's, it's really bad for you you should be getting yourself into this stage of ketosis um, short term there's, there's some benefits long term adds gout um, stuff like that kidney problems yeah, yeah 100% um, but the, the main thing that, that you need to kind of remember is 
Carbohydrates, the most efficient energy source that our body uses. It's the only thing our nervous system can break down and use as an energy source. If you're cutting that out completely, your brain's not functioning properly anyway. Maybe maybe that's why they're following a keto diet then. Yeah, it's like the carnivore thing now, isn't it? Just because Jordan Peterson um, is eating meat and salt and he feels really good, it must be the way forward. And you're like, well, if it's so good, why, when you get gout... Does the doctor tell you to stop eating red meat? That's the big question. They don't tell you to stop eating asparagus or tofu. Um, not that I've ever heard of anyway, but uh, why do you think that is? Well, it's, it's one thing saying that I don't want to be vegan, I want to have a, you know, a, a, a wide range of, like, like, a, like a balanced diet, but for someone to say that vegan's totally bad and I'm going to eat carnivore, butter and meat only, it's, I don't know where that comes from, to be honest. That, um, Maybe it is just the Jordan Peterson videos or the Joe Rogan ones. So the, the, the studies that are starting to come out now um, kind of emphasis on this phenomenon called vegophobia. Um, and it's the ideology that people think that um, vegans see themselves as morally superior and I, this isn't the case. Um, for me... I, I see veganism as a base, um, the minimum that people can do to, to be better, not just for themselves, for the animals, for the environment, or for society in general. Like, if, if, you, can, if you can just have that as your... That, that's, that's, that's a level that it's not good, it's not bad. Like, you're, you're there, you're causing less harm to, to animals as such. You can still go out drinking. You can still go out. I'm not. I'm not pushing it, but going out doing like drugs and stuff like that. And it's it, it's if you saw someone killing a dog on the street, you'd stop them. Mm. Like just because it's done behind closed doors. Yeah. Like people with, with vegans and and the general population are the same in that kind of headspace. It's just yeah. yeah. It's like it, you can't. The, the, some, so I said this the other day someone asked me if I still go out and enjoy myself like all I do is eat four things less than you or five or six should I say that's it yeah but do you still do this it, it, look you, you can you can be kind and still enjoy a normal life as well but going back onto the dog and pig thing it's true it's like why would someone stop a dog from getting beaten but then fund the same type of thing to an animal who is just as intelligent. Um, and now we can go on to probably the masculinity thing. Um, why is it considered masculine to be violent to a certain type of animal? And then when the same people would then step in and stop violence happening to another animal, uh, it's more so speciesism, but... Um, I think you wanted to touch on the masculinity thing. Yeah, so there's... Um, currently for my dissertation, I'm, I'm looking at um, hybrid masculinity and such. Um, you've got this hegemonic traditional form, which is it, pretty much portraying this dominance over everyone else. Like it's, it's where you get these drinking games to show that you're better than your mates. Um, it goes down to sexism. I don't want to be anything to have any any involvement with any of like feminine traits down to compassion to animals. 
even to some level of degrees, is, is what racism stemmed from. Um, this hybrid masculinity is kind of the, the structure that this masculine mindset's going to. It's, it's changing from what was deemed feminine traits like compassion to animals to a mindset more of um, you, you, you're protecting, you're, you're, you're looking after, you, you're not killing these defenseless animals that essentially start caged up, live the whole life caged up, and at the end of it, they're just bolt gun to the head, knife across the throat, and that's, you're, you're manly if you eat that. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, it just... That's mad because, like you say, someone who is classed as masculine or who goes out and provides for the family and takes care of the elderly and looks after the children, do you then have to pick your dog up or by the ears and throw him outside and put him on the grill or is it normal to then look after that dog as well then you do that to other animals if you stroke a cat does that go against it so like where does it end where where does that where does that end if I can care for my family and my dog and my cat why can I not care for a, a different species it's, it's quite strange yeah it's <laughs> The thing, the thing is, a lot of it's propaganda, it's indoctrination from meat, dairy, egg industries. We have no connection with these animals anymore. Like, you walk around the countryside and you see the sheep and you see the cows in the fields, you're like, oh, look at them cows and the sheep. And at the end of the day, you'll, you'll go home, you'll have like a beef burger or you'll have, I don't know, a leg of lamb and you wouldn't think anything of the animals that you just saw and you've complimented because you're missing out that, that process in between. Like, I, it, it would blow my mind if, if anyone saw someone that was... I know it's, it's, it, even, if, if you, even if you look at these documentaries on these kids that are killing little animals from a young age, you, you look at them as being psychopaths and they're going to kill humans in the future, but it's all right to do it as a job. It's all right to do it when you're fully grown. Like, Something's just popped in my mind, actually. I remember reading... Um... I think it was like an Express and Star news article and the kids were over the park with the uh, slingshots with the catapults and the firing uh, rocks at the ducks and everyone was losing their shit. Scumbags, find out who these kids are and all that. And then, but it's a duck, it's, it's a swan, or whatever it was, a duck or a swan or a pigeon. And then they go and have a KFC or, or chicken wings and it's like, well, you've got to be consistent in your views. You've got, like, surely you've got to be consistent in your, in your views. Now, if I saw some racism and I, I then was like, you know, look at these racists and then I went and did something or said something racist, surely that, that, that needs to apply across everything. So I can't, how can you be mad at kids for killing ducks or birds and then funding an industry that kills ducks and birds? I think there was another one as well. It was, it was a, a, a truck that had fell over. I think it was around here somewhere. And a, a truck fell over, and I think it was sheep or chickens, and they got crushed. And there was just, like, these dead animals in the road and feathers everywhere. And everyone was like, oh, my God, poor animals. And then I guarantee that 95% of the people on that post would then go home and have a lamb dinner or something similar. So like, why, why can they not see that you've either got to be a savage or you've got to be a vegan? You can't... <laughs> If people were savages, if people were going around, you know, killing animals and stealing and being violent and whatever, 
then surely that would be more... I could understand that then, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't care about you, I'll have, a, I'll have a burger, I'll have this and that. But when you've got everyday people who are obviously loving, empathetic, caring, kind, and they're obviously showing that by saying, oh, look at these poor animals, but then they go home and have a, have a steak... I can't get my... That's the bit where I can't get my head around, really. I, I got a lot of backlash um, from a post that I put up last year. Um, do you remember Zuma? Uh, oh, I was waiting for this one. Kicking his cat. I was waiting cat. for this one, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, loads of people... I, all I put was, <laughs> like, you're condemning a man for kicking his cat whilst at the same time you're funding these industries that are pretty much enslaving and torturing animals all throughout their lives so that you can have a burger like I put you just as bad and it just blew up like oh. <laughs> tell, me, like, tell me what was said I need to know this uh, what was I called I was called um, extreme extreme oh. vegan terrorist <laughs> terrorist snowflake <laughs> I, like a snowflake like, I was the one that was getting offended by it I was like I'm yeah, not getting they're, offended they're the one who cares about the cat getting kicked yeah. Yours, not, yeah. I I didn't say anything. I like I said you're just as bad for condemning a man for kicking his cat whilst you're still paying for animals to have their throats slit. Like yeah. there's no there's no difference between you two. You can't turn around and say he he should be hung and quartered yeah. whilst at the he, same time you're paying for it. Yeah, it's, it's all or nothing. It's like yeah. the it's like the, the savage thing. It's like you've either got to be okay with it all or against it all. You can't just be you can't just pick and choose. Just because our great great granddad picked and chose, you know what I mean? It's, it's mad. Um, but I remember that I, I had the same. Um, I remember posting a few things on Instagram saying like, like where, like okay, so you can't kick a cat, but you can chop a pig's head off. Okay, um, what's in between? Can I, can I slap a, a horse? Like where's, can I? Where, where's the, where does it end? So I, I can't kick a cat, but I can gas a pig. In between that what can and can't you do and that, that was my question and uh, to be honest I didn't get no abuse I just got just again just got nothing back but um, I tried to poke a poke a few but uh, it's like what, what can you do um, it's like Cosmic Skeptic before oh. before the big swap <laughs> he, he had um, he uh, one of his videos he said he got it bang on he said if you fund cruelty to pigs and cows and chickens you then forfeit your right to judge anyone else on their injustices, i.e. if someone was walking past and, you know, picked their dog up by the scruff of the neck, you can't then turn around and say that's bad if you're doing something that's far, far worse. Oh, yeah, you've, you've acknowledged that these animals are sentient, they feel, you, you've acknowledged that, you can't, you can't just close your eyes to some of it just because it benefits you. It's like when, when Yulin Dog Festival, like, it's tradition over there, tradition over there like when people go mental this is even before I went vegan when people go mental about it like oh, you, can't, you can't do that to dogs to pets you can't you can't be cooking them alive and, and whatnot. and I just pretty much turned around and was like, like half of India still worship cows if they turned around to us and went I don't think it's right that you're killing cows for burgers we'll tell them to, to do one it's exactly the same <laughs> like yeah you can't, you can't. It's exactly the same. So it's just like religion. It's just basically where, wherever you're born, in, in most cases, is what you eat. So if you were born in Kurdistan, you'd eat a horse salami. 
Yeah. Uh, if you're born in certain parts of China, you'd go to the Yulin Dog Festival and boil dogs alive. Um, so everyone kind of agrees with veganism as long as it aligns with their culture. So, so it's like we, all we've done is like step back and said, I don't agree with anything. Whereas other people around the world, meat is, just only agree with their ones. So what suits them? What suits them and what, what their ancestors did for some reason but I don't know what, why that would be a thing but um, but yeah I think that, that's one of the things that, that, that changed me um, I was in Cambodia I think it was 2014 2015 and um, I came out of this grill house and I had loads of meat left and I because um, obviously I brought too much greed again and gave it to this little dog this little, these two little dogs were like chained up and I remember giving the, the meat to the dogs and the dogs looked at me as if to say like why are you being so nice? No one's, <laughs> no one's ever gave me this fresh meat. And I'll, give, I'll give the dogs the fresh meat and that was on a chain. And I remember, I think it was Cambodia, it might have been Philippines, but in, in one of these countries, they eat dogs, apparently, in, in the poor parts. So then I was giving the meat to the dogs, but then the dogs were then going to get killed. I was thinking, why, why am I giving this meat to the, the dogs when they're just the same? And then now they're, now they're going to get killed and people are going to eat them. It's like, well, there's no need for any of it. I'm not saying... In poverty, obviously they're different to us, so I can't really speak. But um, it was just strange to to feed, and that's one of the things that stuck in my mind. And then that kind of got me thinking about other things. Then, but, um, but yeah, the, the the ethic side, the ethical side of it is 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 a no brainer for me. I can't see I can't see why others can't see it kind of thing. What, what is that? Was that the the main thing for you for the switch, or was it was it help or? It, yeah. Like before I went vegan, I wouldn't watch anything like Dominion or or Earthlings or anything like that because in my head it was like, oh yeah, it put me off my food. I don't want to see where it's come from. I need to eat it, so I'd, I'd rather not know. Um, naive, but again, I think a, a lot of the population's just that indoctrinated to it. Like before I went vegan, I, I I didn't didn't really know what a vegan was. If if I look back at it now and was like. I was promoting vegan ideologies before I went vegan, but I just was living like that hypocritical life. Mm. It's like it's like entertainment now, like dolphins and orcas now are it's frowned upon to have them as entertainment, but it's still fine to be racing horses. It's still fine to be racing greyhounds, and it, even on the animals that we deem we we love, we're 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 exploiting them for our personal gains. So I mm. I just can't can't see where can't we just do something else instead? Yeah. Like, can't you just go to the pub or... Why have you got to ride a bull? Do you know what I mean? What, what do you get out of riding a bull? Like, ride a bike, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's better for you. <laughs> Especially it's better for you, it's better for them. Everyone's happy, do you know what I mean? Everyone's a winner. Um, so, yeah, next question. What, um, what would you say was the deciding factor for you? Was it a video? Was it someone you listen to, something you watch, something you see? Um, for me, uh, it, it was opening my mind to it all. Um, one of the first documentaries that I watched was um, Dominion. Um, could not watch it all in one go. I watched half of it. I was just in tears. Like, couldn't sleep properly for like weeks because it was just... Grim. Yeah, like... it. <laughs> I'm I'm a firm believer of like 
you, you should be somewhat responsible for the actions you take. And I inflicted all this pain onto these animals for 24 years of my life. And I'm not, I'm not held responsible for it. In fact, now that I'm not doing it, I'm seen as more of a villain than when I was doing it. And it, that, that blows my mind in itself. Like, it's mad. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like, it's mad. I take it you've had some uh, negative comments over the, uh, over the last few years then. What, um, what, kind of, what kind of attacks have you had? Um, it's, it's anything you do where you slip up so um, I still engage in sport and stuff like that. If I do anything wrong, it's because I'm vegan. It's not because I'm human, it's because it's I'm vegan. Um, it's not the fact that I'm fitter than most of the people on the team. It's just the fact that I'm vegan. <laughs> like, yeah. that, that doesn't matter. Um, yeah, any, anything wrong, anything. If you're ill, yeah, because you're vegan. It's not, like, it's not the fact that I'm, I'm less likely to get heart disease, I'm less likely to get cancer. It's, Got a cold. That's because you're vegan, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just little jokes you as well. You should have had a steak, and then you wouldn't be coughing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I just can't, can't comprehend it. I just yeah. talking of illness. I don't know about you, but for me, I haven't been ill other than COVID the last five years. Touch wood. Um, because um, people say that they say obviously it's anti-inflammatory and you get more nutrients and your immune systems higher or whatever, stronger, however you want to put it. Um, yeah, for me, I, I, I haven't... And I'm not putting this down to the diet. It could just be luck. I just haven't been... Other than COVID, I haven't been ill. Touch wood. I, I've never really gone ill anyway because I've, I've kept active. I've, I've watched pretty much what I've been eating. I, I haven't really been ill in that respect anyway like um, yeah it's just, it's just a strange one like it's just recovery time for me recovery and energy levels like I've, I've recovered faster I've got more energy and stuff like that so yeah I watched an interview with Chris Smalling the other day um, I don't know if I don't know if he plays for now Roma is it he played for um, United didn't he for years and he was saying he's, his recovery is a lot better and, and I thought about it because obviously playing, playing on a Sunday I don't play anymore but playing on a Sunday uh, used to take me probably like two days of hobbling to kind of get back to normal Yeah. and um, when I have played in the last couple of years I, I have noticed actually that the recovery is a bit better whether, whether that's just I don't know I'm more flexible now I don't know but who knows uh, moving on anyway um, next question what advice would you give to someone just starting their vegan journey? Don't be afraid to ask for help. Like when when I when I went into it, um, luckily I had all this documentation that I could research into. Um, e- even if it's just messaging me, I'll 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 try and help you as much as I can. The vegan community is not there to make a profit as such. It's it's there to try and make that lasting impact. Um, definitely get yourself clued up on on everything around the area as well if that's that's the environmental side make sure you you know what's going on with the planet and what and whatnot at the moment if it's the ethical side make sure you know all the farming practices because as soon as you tell people you've gone vegan that's it like you just automatically open yourself up for judgment (laughs) i've noticed that more meat eaters bring up 
the topic. Yeah. What about you? So, so everyone has always said, vegans don't shut up, vegans say this, vegans say that. But the truth is, you don't actually ever mention it. No. I said this to um, one of the lads the other day in here, uh, Jack, saying, I don't know about you, but when you go out for a beer, people have a few and then they start asking questions about it. But sober, they don't. Yeah. Um, it's, a bit, it's, a bit, it's a bit weird. Um, but yeah, it's definitely... I don't know if it just... I don't know what it is. I mean, because if, if someone stopped eating mushrooms or sweet potato, I wouldn't care. But some people care when you give up meat. You've probably had a, had a few of them, haven't you? Um, comments where you, it's just out of the blue. And you, you, you didn't even mention it, you didn't even say anything, didn't say anything at all sometimes. And sometimes people just pop out with little comments. And you're like, well, now that you've brought it up, let's have it. <laughs> well, yeah, like, gym, gym environment, um, when, when, when I did transition over, um, it was it was the the talk around the gym. It's 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 crazy. Um, didn't get it from members as such because it was it was is um, a lot of colleagues started questioning it and it bring it does bring around good conversations. Like from from me, I tend to go from a research point of view. Um, I'm not here to say what's right or wrong. Um, what I feel is right or wrong compared to what someone else feels is right and wrong is is up to them. If I can turn around and say, are you comfortable with um, uh, someone shoving their fist up a cow's bum to inseminate and with semen... Uh, repetitively. Repetitively um, for, for them to be impregnated every year for about five years for them to then be killed anyway, like for dairy. If, if, you, if you're okay with that, you can live with that, like that. That's down to you. That's nothing to do with me. Yeah. If, if you're getting offended by the stuff that I'm saying, that's a reflection on yourself. I'm just telling you, from a factual point of view, what happens. Yeah, I like the way that you post stuff as well, uh, Instagram and stuff. And <laughs> some people don't like posting stuff, but I do it because it is what it is, and it it just reveals the truth. It's not like you're making up lies and if someone if someone feels guilty because of what you post you're not the one doing it you're just the one revealing it um so i've got respect there where you'll just post it inside as it is and and again you'll get people or just unfollow you or you know pop up with some ridiculous argument for it um so now nah, i like i do like uh the fact that you um you put it out there because it's true you know if, if you if you if you if you cause something culturally or not you know what I mean you still do um, the reasons might be for one thing or another but the fact is if you fund it surely you should be able to see it if there's nothing wrong with it yeah. why, why is it so nasty to see um, it just speaks for itself one of, one of the one of the big ones I get asked is um, it's like if if I have children, would I bring them up on a on a vegan um, diet? Bring them up on a vegan lifestyle? Um, it's like why why wouldn't you? Like the question should be: Would you gas a pig in front of you in front of your child? Well, yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't take him to a slaughterhouse as a field trip, would you? Like if yeah. if your school t- if the school turned around and was like, 
oh, we need we need a signature to say like we're going to look around the slaughterhouse. <laughs> You're going, what what? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of them like um, from from what 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 I would probably say would be a good way to do it is you don't like, like alcohol and and stuff like that. You you don't let anyone do it until they know the what what what's being caused from it like yeah. you've got the education behind why smoking cigarettes is bad whilst why um uh doing like drugs and stuff drinking why that's considered bad like what what's the difference just yeah. because it's not directly impacting you as such you're still having an impact on these beings that are are essentially sharing this planet with us yeah why, why shouldn't you be shown before you consume? Yeah, I like the videos in um, in the in the high streets when they they got the monitors <laughs> up. Uh, I saw one in Athens actually. I was walking through Athens and I saw um, like a activist group and they had all the the, the 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 TVs with all the footage and people walking past and covering their eyes and stuff. And it's like, well, I can understand if if no one has ever saw it, if no one's seen it, they can't really know about it but when it's there and you see you can't I'm not the sort of person that can watch something and just forget about it do you know what I mean like you, yeah. if, if something's happening it's happening just because I close my eyes it doesn't mean it's going to go away do you know what I mean so I, yeah I, I love it when they've got the um, they've got the footage out really I mean pouring blood over a supermarket floor for me that's that's a bit too far do you know what I mean but I do like the, the activism where you actually show what is going on? I think Joey Carbstrong did one outside KFC as well, and it was turning people away because they was actually seeing, okay, this is this is grim kind of thing. I, I think it's one of them. Like you, you'll have more extreme activism and stuff like that. It's like, um, do you remember the Animal Rebellion march last year? Mm-hmm. Um, and they they went into shops and they were pouring paint all over the floor, um, absolutely hammered by. Um, the media for being this extremist terrorist group what they didn't tell you is the shops that they went in were hunting shops mm. like the shops like that uh, um, like fox well I know it's illegal but it still goes on like shops that people get the stuff for from like fox hunting pheasant hunting um, deer hunting everything like that. that that's the shops that they were targeting it weren't normal oh, really? shops yeah, oh really yeah. I didn't know that, that yeah, yeah. that's what I mean like, that's the bit that they chose to ignore ah, but it worked because obviously I didn't even know I just thought yeah. it was like random random um, businesses like you know what I mean no no but even, even so like um, McDonald's do they, do they not deserve to have to clear up paint <laughs> like mm. the damage that they're having on society and the environment and on animals like in that case, I take it back. I'm glad that they did it. <laughs> it, it it's, it's one of them, like, yeah, it's, it's a shame for the workers as such that they've got to clean it up, but... They still get paid. Yeah, like, I wouldn't... They, they're getting paid for it. Like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a shitty job to do, but at the same time, I know it's not... And not everyone can go into the ideal job that they want to go into, but they're still part of that company. Mm. I, I, I couldn't... I couldn't... For myself, mentally and ethically, I couldn't go and work for McDonald's because I don't agree with anything that they they portray. So if someone turns around and dumps red paint all over the floor, which uh, I don't see as that, as that extreme. It's What's not... your view on uh, buying for McDonald's, McPlant, anything that's plant-based? Are you, are you... It's, 
I, I understand both points. Um, mm. So, like, I go to a supermarket because that's where you you kind of you go to get all your all your food and stuff like that as a whole. Anyway, if I if I buy the option to get fresh produce and stuff like that, I, green grocers are still around, but they're just not as big and they tend to be more expensive because they need to stay open compared to these supermarkets. I'd I'd like for it to go more towards green grocers stuff like that, but it's it's, it's it's not realistic as such. Um, McDonald's, their whole business ideology is exploitation towards animals. Same as KFC, exploitation. That's what their business is built up from. Um, for me, I couldn't, I couldn't go there and buy something. I'm not saying if I wasn't desperate and I really needed something to eat, I wouldn't, I wouldn't not go there because. Is trying to cause as least harm as possible, but I wouldn't want. Essentially, your money is a vote, and I wouldn't want my vote going to that mm. organisation. Yeah. Yeah. Does there's, that make sense? Yeah, I've heard two sides of it. Yeah, I mean, my side is obviously the more plant products I buy, and the less meat products I buy, the the supply and demand thing. Um, yeah. But I do understand why people wouldn't want to go and spend there. But then again, it's not like the owners of McDonald's are going to get a new car because I've put a fiver in their pocket, you know what I mean, kind of thing. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'll fund any plant products, you know what I mean? You know yeah. And then, but yeah, I do get why someone wouldn't want to go and chuck a tenner at them because it is disgusting. They've got them pig cities, haven't they? And there's like, I don't know how many pigs, just like a whole city of pig cages and it's disgusting. The, the, the thing is as well, it's... It's the, the organisation. It, it's if it was up to me, food there wouldn't be as cheap as it is. It wouldn't be as accessible as it is right now, purely for the detrimental impact it's having on the health of society. Like it's, it's not put put animal agriculture to one side. They're making this very calorie dense food really accessible, and the health wise, it. it, it that shouldn't be the case. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to get disgustingly unhealthy food like that for as cheap as it is. Mm. Um, I, I, for me, I'd just love to see him fail as a business. I know it would never probably happen, yeah. but I'd love to see him just, just go down. Yeah. And then you could have smaller businesses like pop up and, and I don't yeah. know, yeah. shops where McDonald's were, you could have more Puritos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think food addiction's a big problem as well. And going back onto the, the the choices, you know, when you talk about it and it's like, yeah, but I like this, but I like that. But it's food addiction. It's, I think people, are, well, I know people are addicted to food. And if you try and take smack off a smack head, can I say that now? Yeah, it's your podcast. <laughs> if I can take smack off a smack head, um, they're not going to be very happy. Oh, no. And if you take... You know, if you take a um, a bookies away from a gambling addict, they're going to go mad. If you take away a hamburger from somebody who's addicted to meat, it's going to have the same effect. And that's why I think it has such such a reaction from some people because it is an addiction. Yeah. Some people, like people, don't understand if you're hungry, which everyone gets hungry, just eat something, and then you're not hungry anymore. It wasn't meat that that made you not hungry it was just the fact that you ate so if you just eat something different surely you're not hungry anymore but 
but because it's an addiction, they don't see it like that. You know what I mean? They see it as, I've got to have my steak. I've got to have my cheeseburger from Mackey's. I've got to have this. I've got to have that. And it's, it's just food. It's just food. Um, like most of the stuff that are in these processed meats now, like your bacons, your, your burgers and stuff like that, they're not, not even not even good for you. They're, they're, they're designed to be addictive, so you keep craving more of it. Like, I think it's um, Cancer UK. It's, it's put processed meat in the same category as... as um, cigarettes. Yeah, smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And in, in, in saying eating vegan food's bad whilst you're going out every day eating burgers and whatnot, it's just it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, it's the processed argument again, isn't it? Yeah. There's, there's chemicals in your burger. Yeah, but there's chemicals in a lot of things, you know what I mean? That's why I'm only going to eat it once a week. Well, even if you break down the structure of like... Because um, people... The, you see this argument a lot online with oh, Beyond Meat and Beef Burger and Beyond Meat having all these chemicals in. and Yeah, I'm not saying they're all good for you, but at the same time, there's, there's stuff in red meat that has... Um, causation towards cancers in itself anyway and, and that science is already there just because you're listing off a load of ingredients that are in Beyond Meat and saying look how many ingredients are in, are in this and saying it's bad doesn't there's no research yet I'm not saying there's never going to be research but there's mm. no research yet saying it's detrimental for your health mm. like the, the fat content's quite high but other than that there's nothing to say that it's detrimental for your health yeah stick to the 80-20 rule yeah yeah, like fat fats aren't a bad thing. It's just you don't you don't want to eat too much of it, mm. and animal fats especially because it just it just takes a toll on your liver. Mm. It's like alcohol, isn't it? Yeah, don't yeah. do it every day. Yeah, and if you're going to do it every day, don't do a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one, mate. So where where do you see yourself in the future um, regarding any activism or any movements that you've got planned for yourself? Um, for for me, um, my ideal position would be to to go into being an advocate full time. Um, if that's working for a charity like um, Viva, um, is it is it Viva Animal Aid stuff like that? Like those kind of charities where you can do the stuff that you're interested in and get paid for it, like. And making the impact that, well, you, essentially, I have to be careful of what I say working for a gym in case I don't say the right thing and it causes members to, to not come back. I have to be careful, whereas I wouldn't have to be careful if I was working for G charities because it's, yeah, you're not getting paid as much, but mentally, you're in a position where you can live your ethics. Mm. That that's the way I'd I'd like to see myself going. Living, li- working in a job where I can promote my ideologies without being frowned frowned upon. Mm. I think it's good though. I think it's good that you uh, you're not you're not scared to put your views out. Do you know what I mean? You, sh- you shouldn't be like I don't. Nah. I, f- I think we we we're too busy trying to impress people that aren't necessarily important. Like you have to. You have to yeah. act a certain way. You have to go into an interview a certain way to try and impress this person just because they've got a bit of money. Like, <laughs> And as well, people are scared of what other people think. Massively. Yeah. I think that's a massive problem. Pe- people are scared to say the truth. 
Yeah. And you could go down a million rabbit holes here. Uh, with, with especially what's gone on the last few years. But, um, but yeah, I think caring about what others think, he's just, he's a, he's a massive... I, people don't want to label themselves event as anything. People have even agreed. Like I've had people agree with me. They said, "Yeah, it's right," but I don't. You know, they, 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 their actions just don't align with what they believe in. Uh, simple as that. It's not. It's not like you're wrong. It's just that people don't want to want to want to want to be um, seen as as a vegan or someone who's plant based. Uh, it's nuts, really. T- touching back on what you said earlier, asking me about um, what what I would recommend. Like, there's so many vegan groups in areas now. Like, if you're interested in that lifestyle, just go out to a few restaurants, see how good the food is, talk to people that have a similar mindset to what you want to achieve. Being around those people for a start will start to open up your headspace a little bit more, start mm. to make you feel a little bit more comfortable. Like, my mental health got better when I went vegan. It's gotten worse with the research that I've done and how the majority of the population don't care mm. um, but I live my life knowing that I'm trying to cause as little harm as possible mm. and, and for me that's it's phenomenal like mm. why, why, why wouldn't you want to live that kind of life yeah another good question is what what other sensory pleasures justify what goes on so, like, with most people, it's just taste. Yeah. What about all the other pleasures that, that you'd get from a violent industry? Like, what what else is um, seen as okay? Because... Horse, horse racing. Horse racing's a massive one. Like, the, the, the horses are race to their absolute limits. It's not... For a like, bit of entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you'll have a lot of people comment on on bullfighting as well dogfighting oh yeah it's horrendous like because they're getting this oh vision visionary pleasure I I don't I don't know why you'd yeah you'd find it um, I I don't know it's it's one of them in there but yeah uh, but at the same time you don't need to have that taste pleasure but you're still engaging in it same as they don't need that visionary pleasure or whatever kind of pleasure they're gaining from Mm. it they don't need it Mm. But you can I skin a cat for visual pleasure and put it up on the wall? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It, where, again, where does it end? We got the we got the, we got the scale Batman. We got the lion. <laughs> <laughs> where does where do the sensory pleasures end? Uh, moving on, mate. Last one. Don't want to keep you any longer. How do you see the future of veganism evolving in the next few years? From from the last five to ten years in itself. A, a, a higher percentage of the population is starting to look into becoming um, plant-based. Uh, from from the research that I've got, it's predicted about three percent um, of the population's now classed as vegan, um, and twelve percent are flexitarians, so predominantly plant-based. Mm. Which that wouldn't have been heard of prior prior to the last five ten years. I wouldn't have said. Like veganism was a thing, but I, it wasn't a massive thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew what a vegetarian was. Like I said, if someone cuts their meat in half, or you know, cuts it down by thirty percent or whatever, that's still the amount of food and the amount of animals saved, or you know, what I mean, the amount, the amount of calories 
is the same as someone turning vegan or could be. So, yeah. so um, it's definitely positive. And I, I think I mentioned the other day as well, like people come in the shop, they buy food, I have a chat with them and they're like, yeah, I'll give up red meat or I'll give up pork. I don't have this anymore. I don't um, have milk in my tea anymore. And this is constant, constant. So these little changes is probably better because it's then going to spread, you know, rather than create this divide between militant vegans, as, as we called, and, and whatever else. I think it is gradually spreading, um, maybe not completely, but to a certain extent. Yeah. But you, you just got to look at the generation moving forward, and that, that's, that's the biggest predictor of what's to come in the future. The, the majority of vegans coming through now are... Are the, are the younger generation the older generation are kind of stuck in the ways they don't really want to change but that younger generation coming through now is like this could potentially be my future I don't agree with it everything's out there saying it's wrong vegans don't have anything to gain from telling other like spreading the message to go vegan like they've got no monetary gain mm. all, they're do- all they're doing is, is trying to cause less damage at the same time, you've got this propaganda from a is it eighty-two billion pound industry, mm-hmm. like meat, dairy. Like you've got you've got the younger generation seeing through it all. Like mm. considering in two thousand and fourteen, only a quarter of the population was vegan. Now yeah. it's three percent. Yeah, that's yeah. that's massive. Yeah, the internet's blew a lot of doors off, hasn't it? I think with a lot of things as well, corruption and whatnot, and yeah, what's going on in the world at the minute. But um, yeah, it's definitely opened up a lot of eyes. And uh, some people can close their eyes and move on. I can't. I can't unsee things. Um, it is what it is, and a change was needed. I think that will change, right? I think, I think as time goes on, people will see more and more of it. It, it might come to the stage where we don't have a choice. If, if the environment keeps going away, it's going. It's not, it's not the thing that they would have to cut down on first would be animal agriculture because it's the biggest use of land they'd have to cut it down so there's more crops it's just it's viable mm. but I'd rather a, a, a compassionate population that went vegan for the right reasons than a barbaric population that went vegan because they had to go vegan yeah turn vegan now or wait till Bill Gates forces bugs down on you <laughs> <laughs> it's coming uh, anyway Luke I think that wraps it up, man. Thank you. Ah, it's been a Cheers pleasure. Cheers for coming on. Cheers for coming in with the little doggy. I better start prepping and getting some food on for five o'clock. I'll be, I'll be ready. I'll be waiting. Family coming in. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course, it's like a weekly tradition. <laughs> nice one.